0: Hey guys, Matt from Back Yourself Fitness here, and welcome to episode eight of the Back Yourself Podcast. Um, As usual, a bit of housekeeping before we kick off. We have our eight week challenge kicking off um, at the end of September. All the information is on our website, so I give that a plug every week. Backyourselffitness.com.au. It has the links to all our socials, our YouTube channel, and any upcoming events we have. Um, Bouncing back to the two part series I did with Mick about his daughter, Dusty, Um, just to follow up on that one. He shot me a text yesterday and they're just midway through shooting the documentary um, that he was talking about on the podcast. So keep up to date with Being Dusty May on their YouTube channel. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing their final product, but the podcast that we did or parts of the podcast that we did will feature in that doco, so pretty pumped about that. Um, That is then, this is now. Um, New guest in the podcast, I'm not going to say studio, the podcast (laughs) spare room today, Um, got Kobe in from Heavy Conditioning. Mate, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) No worries. Um, Cleaned it up for you.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So got Kobe here. He is the head trainer and owner of Heavy Conditioning, um, focusing obviously on strength, we will get into a few different areas today, um, but obviously we'll start with the plug before we do anything. Check out Heavy Conditioning um, on Instagram and keep up to date with everything that he's doing and they're doing with their supplements and their merch range as well as their online programs and training. Um, mate, so like I kind of was saying to you before we press the big red button, yeah. uh, i got 10 questions to start off. Um, these are all about yourself your food um and a little bit of training as well so just 10 quick fire questions putting you on the spot a little bit with these ones cool uh favorite exercise and why
2: uh deadlifts just uh i probably it's probably always been my best lift yep a big bum <laughs> helps it it's probably the most athletic uh transverse trans transcends in a sport the best yep. probably out of all the lifts i would assume yep um yeah so yeah it's deadlifts been my, yeah favorite
0: um Big ass just means big power muscles, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, cool. <laughs> um, so what's an exercise you're bad at? Bad at? Um, you can't say none either. Nah, a few. <laughs> I'm
2: trying to think. Oh, probably one of the big lifts, like I could... Squat is probably my weaker one. Yep, okay. But that's what I could have also just come from years football, just like I always get niggling injuries. So it's yeah. it might not be my worst one. It might just be the one I put the least amount of time into due to injuries and things like that. Yeah, cool. Um,
0: uh, is that a... Do injuries affect like your range of movement on them and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah. like a lot of rolled ankles, yep.
2: it's a lot of scar tissue in my ankles. Mm-hmm. i got a little niggle in my groin at the moment just from yep. football and things like that. Just Life uh, injuries. Yeah, exactly. Yep. So yep. that's probably the one. And then, I, yeah, like, I don't really do bicep curls or anything like that, so it's probably a bad one for me.
0: Yeah, cool. <laughs> well, that actually kind of relates to the next question. Yep. What's an exercise you think's overrated?
2: Yeah, biceps. Yep. Um, God, there's so many things that I think are overrated. I'm a big believer in just like the big compound movements yep. and if you want to get better at a deadlift do more deadlifts yep. better at a squat do more squats like I don't think any type of accessory unless there's a real weak point or mm. you're really lacking in some type of area it's going to help too much yep. you're probably just better off practicing and nailing those techniques and movements
0: yeah I yeah. think like from an overrated standpoint the amount of bicep curl variations oh, there are yeah. and the amount of pointless like an
2: arm day in general to me is insane
0: yeah it's for me if i'm like sore as like i don't really feel like training but i'm going to do something anyway yeah. i'm going to do a generic upper body day yeah and use it as like a rest kind of day just to do something
2: yeah but see then even i even have this talk with people when they're like "Oh, i'm just gonna do arms because i don't feel like doing anything i'm like well have a rest because mm. it's still putting toll on your ligaments and joints and things yeah, like yeah. that like you're probably better off just actually doing nothing yeah yeah and having a proper rest
0: yeah that's the thing i struggle with yeah <laughs> <laughs> um do you yourself prefer morning arvo or evening
2: training I'm good whenever like i yep. literally just i used to when i was younger it used to have to be an afternoon thing yeah but i think i was just too regimented in my like way of being mm-hmm. like i had to I, I relied on like structure and routine way too much mm-hmm. and i think as i got older like especially with clients like just actually having clients at all times of the day yep um you got to train when you got time exactly and you just right. get used to being able to have to do it whenever you want. Yeah. Quickly
0: on that too, and I'm going to go into um, a bit more depth on the question. Mm -hmm. How often would you train for like in one sitting? Train for? As in like... um, Oh, time.
2: time Time-wise, yeah. Um, I don't like to do too crazy sessions. Like the longest I'll probably go is like, Maybe ninety minutes. Like yeah. if I'm being like if I'm get taught talk- I can talk a fair bit too much, so like if I get talking and stuff like that, then mm-hmm. it can stretch out to two hours. But yeah. but that includes a warm up and yeah. my warm up sets like uh, it's not like I'm doing psycho movements and crazy workouts for two hours. It's yeah. like a 30-minute, 45-minute warm-up phase yep. into, like, the hard stuff. And then, yeah, yep. probably an hour and a half, top like including everything. So, yeah.
0: Yeah, and I guess with strength, that's part and parcel. Yeah,
2: exactly. You can't just go into deadlift and something psycho. I could yeah. really put the time into warm-up or you're going to break.
0: See you back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, what's an exercise, and I probably know the answer to this already, what's an exercise you'll give a majority of your clients and why?
2: Yeah, deadlift's something that everyone has to do. Um, it's just the most... It's pretty much for every um, outcome you could want. It's mm-hmm. going to give you the best results. Like, do you want to get strong? You got deadlift. Do you want to lose weight? You got deadlift because it uses the most muscles, burn the most calories. Like, yeah. anything you can think of, like, my deadlift is going to be the answer for most things. Yeah. yeah.
0: I'm the same. Like, I don't care if you're a weight loss client. You're yeah. just beginning in the gym. You know, you're trying to put on size, you improve your fitness. Yeah. We're doing, there, there will be a deadlift day. I'm yeah. you that
2: right now. I have that with a few lifts, though. Like, I have, like, with all my clients, there's like non negotiables. Like, we do this, 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 and this. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to listen to you and you tell me what you like, what you yeah. want to do, and like other, other things. Yeah. But like, these things are. This will work. Yeah. These work. You have to do them. Yeah. That's it. And yeah. then after that, we can talk about things. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, now we're going to slip into the food mm-hmm. area. Do you food prep or cook on the go?
2: Nah, I food prep a lot. I do both. Yep. So I have food, food prep heaps. Um, a lot of like mince, curries, mm-hmm. con yep. butter chickens, like, uh, easier stuff to cook. Yeah. Or... Just big chicken and mince things. Usually in my meal prep, um, yep. a lot of veggies and things. i got celiac disease as well. So I can't eat gluten. Yep. So I'm gluten free. Yep. Not out, like i not by choice. <laughs> Literally. I'm not like I'm a fad diet guy. Like I, I'm, missed that gluten. I actually can't have it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Is it,
0: obviously, there's different ranges. Is it a serious? Um... You know, what's funny
2: is when I was younger, it, was, it used to really affect me. Like if I had anything, it felt like someone would stab me in the gut. And yeah, like okay. I'd be hunched over. Mm. And as I got older and like I've learned a little bit more about like gut health and things like that. And like mm-hmm. really looked after myself of probiotic foods and mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. I seem to be able to get away with it a little bit more these days. Yeah. Like if I just really feel like it, yeah. I'm going to have it. Yeah. And it doesn't seem to do the damage that it used to.
0: Do you, do you have to supplement, like, with your gut health um, vitamins and things like that? or
2: Yeah, I take a probiotic every day. Yep. But then also, like, just a lot like, mushrooms. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, um, kombucha. I love my kombucha teas and yeah, things cool. like that. Um, yeah, all that stuff. Like, I really like to help that. Uh, mushrooms are great, though. Mushrooms have really fixed a lot of my... Um, digestive issues yeah okay cool mushrooms I have mushrooms like every meal these days
0: Uh, you're actually the second person who's spruced up mushrooms from a nutritional standpoint yeah
2: I got that from Dr. Rhonda Patrick okay she's a big mushroom advocate Mm -hmm. and um like she's probably my go-to on like nutrition and things on Instagram and online on YouTube like she's got awesome stuff
0: it, oh, like, this could be way off the mark. But has she been on Rogan?
2: Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, cool. I think she's been on, like, three or four times, like, three, three-and-a-half-hour podcasts. And yeah, like well. Wow. Just been glued to every single one. Yeah, cool. Yeah.
0: Um, so, sweets or savoury? Uh, just
2: chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just straight-up chocolate. Just like all that's it. Chocolate, yeah. <laughs> Chocolate's my thing. Yeah, cool. Yeah.
0: Um, do you count calories or macros?
2: I have it sporadically over times, so like, mm-hmm. that, uh, um... Nah, can't I can't just eat. Yeah. And um, because I like my diet's not too doesn't fluctuate too much. I'm pretty good at just eating less or more of that type of yeah. food.
0: Yeah, yeah. of course. And especially, you know, with strength training, you can't exact, like you don't have to exactly be yeah. scared of calories.
2: Exactly. But if you're going to strength train and you want to cut weight, like you probably should count your calories mm. because you want to do it as minimally as possible. Yeah. Because that's going to give you the best chance to Stay as strong as possible by cutting weight. Like if you drop your calories by 2000 calories and yep. you're trying to maintain that strength, like it's going to be hard work. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be hard work.
0: Um What's a food you hate?
2: Food I hate. I'm not a big fruit guy. Yeah. Okay. All my fruit comes in form smoothies and things like yeah, that. Yeah. Like I smoothie my fruits up. Like yep. I, you won't ever really see me just eat fruit.
1: Yeah. I'm the same. Yeah.
2: But- it's, I, I just don't eat it. Like, even bana- Like I love banana smoothies, yeah. but you won't see me just eat a banana.
0: I, mine's a mind thing. Like, mine's a texture thing. Yeah. Like I'll eat b- banana-flavored stuff, Yeah. but I'm not eating a banana. Like
2: oh, I love uh, banana smoothies and stuff like that. Like, frozen bananas in the yeah. freezer and then just with a bit of protein and yeah, like blueberries ninja. and stuff like that. And then, yeah, straight in the nutrient Ninja and, like, I'll eat that, like, ice cream. Yeah. But to just sit there and eat bananas and fruits and stuff like that, not good. No. i
0: trying to think some other things, like...
2: Peanut butter. There's a big gym one that people love and I can't stand it. You don't have peanut butter. It's disgusting.
0: Man, well, it's been fun having you on. No. Yeah. yeah
2: it's fr- oh, I can't. Like, Nutella, i eat that all day. Yeah. But oh, peanut butter is just disgusting to me. Cel- oh, celery too. So yeah. peanut butter and celery. Like, can you put a celery in a salad? I won't, I won't eat that salad. Like, I can taste it. Like, yeah. You okay. can't hide celery from me for some reason.
0: I'm the same with lettuce. Like, Really?
2: Like, Lettuce has no taste. But that's what people say. It. Yes, it does. <laughs> yeah. I'll eat
0: spinach till the cows come home. Yeah, but a little bit of spinach, yeah, um, lettuce. I'm like, there's lettuce on this subway. Yeah. Like one little
2: bit of le- like, yeah. Does really have it? Like celery has like that.
0: Yeah, celery has that taste. taste. Like, yeah.
2: I can't. It makes me sick. <laughs> yeah, celery peanut butter. Yeah, I'm sure there's plenty of other ones. I'm. A bit of, I was more of a fussy eater when I was young. Yeah, yeah. I was shocking. Yeah, I was same. shocking.
0: Yeah. Uh, last question of this little rapid fire to start off, and this is. Um, Definitely a PT style question. How many coffees do you have a day?
2: Zero. So don't drink coffee. Don't drink coffee. No, none.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> are you a energy drink person or no, not an energy drink dude? Either. Just naturally yeah. stimulated. I
2: had, so I'll have a pre-workout every now and then. Yeah. But yeah, not big caffeine dude. Like caffeine really are.
0: Yeah. Okay.
2: It really smokes me. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like if I even if I have a pre-workout too late, like I will have a terrible sleep. Yeah, I, yeah.
0: I'm like I can drink coffee like water. Yeah. But exactly the same. If I have a coffee or pre-workout like past. Two o'clock. Yeah. Good luck sleeping, champ.
2: Yeah, I'm not a, I have like that, probably a handful of energy drinks, like when I've been out yeah. with friends and stuff, because I don't drink either. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So like, I'm just usually just on energy, energy, normal energy. Life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Life energy. Deadly so, energy. So yeah, so no coffee, no, no nothing. I'm yeah. pretty boring. <laughs> oh
0: wow, man. I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. Um. All right. So there are our 10 snapshot questions out of the way. Um, like I said to you before we jumped on, I want to roll in and talk about, um, heavy conditioning itself. Yep. Then we're going to look at strength and then we're going to talk about you. Cool. Um, all right, let's keep it broad. What is heavy conditioning?
2: Um, it's just the, Oh, I, I think I thought of it when I, I left uni and I just, I think when I was still at uni, I was like, I'd thought of the name while I was at university and hadn't even started a business yet. And I just thought it was like a decent sounding name. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, I just thought it was like catchy. So I just ran with that. And then, um, I didn't even think about... So I'm from like a smaller town-ish. Yep. And I moved to Brisbane mm-hmm. for Rugby League yep. to play for North Devils. Yep. And um, finished uni and moved up here and come from a town where like PT really isn't a thing. Like yep. I didn't really even know it was a job.
0: Yeah, When did you move <laughs> up here?
2: Um, Four years in March. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so like what? So three and a half years ago? Yep. Yeah. Um, Yeah, and moved here. Needed a job, obviously, because it's the first time I moved out of home as well. Yeah, yeah. So I went straight from, like, a small town to Brisbane. Big Didn't area. really know anyone. Yeah. Um, just playing footy and needed a job. Where are you from? And, uh, it's called Moomba. It's uh, down past, like, Tweed Heads area. Like, yeah, yeah. In a little bit more, like, inland, like, bush. Probably 15 minutes to the beach. Yep. 40 minutes from Byron, 40 minutes from Gold Coast. So it's a yep. really nice area, actually. But, um, yeah, so I moved up here and needed a job. I think I'd... I, if I do... I'm pretty sure... I didn't even realize I was starting my own business when I signed up to be a PT. Yeah. Like I kind of saw the ad and was like, oh, I could do that. Like I know what I'm doing. Mm. And thought I was going to be like getting paid yep. to train people. Didn't realize I had to generate it all myself. Yeah, exactly. And like oh, pay yeah, rent. And no exactly. Letter. Like I had no idea. Yep. And, uh, but lucky it was kind of, it turns out it was probably what I was always, like it just, well, hundred percent, like it was what I was always going to do. I just mm-hmm. didn't know it yet. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That was that was exactly how I fell into it. Like I was just yeah. cruising along. Like I was working in bars and stuff, whatever, and always being active. And then someone said, "Hey, yeah. if I gave you a job, would you do this?" I was like, "Fucking yeah, I would." Yeah. Like,
2: well, I was I was at university for sport and exercise science too. so yeah. right in there. Yeah, I think. Like, I didn't. You didn't even have to get your PT certificate. You because you're higher ranked, you just pay for the certificate. Yeah, and you have got it because you're an exercise scientist.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, what did you? Well, before PT, mm-hmm. what was the plan if we were doing exercise science?
2: Yeah, didn't have one. That's yep. just, I left school and yep. I didn't really know. I knew, didn't even do that great at school. Cause school to me was for sport and like mates. Yeah. Exactly. And yeah, like I just didn't even care mm-hmm. and got into university because of sport. Mm-hmm. I was lucky because <laughs> the uni I went to, they like look fondly upon people that do well in sport. Yep. So I did well in sport all through school, like state athletics, state football, yep. and, like touch football and things like that. Mm-hmm. So I had like a, athletic reputation yeah but didn't have the grades I didn't do anything at school yeah but (laughs) the principal really liked me yep tick um yeah and the lady that writes recommendations for uni was my geography teacher and i was really good at geography yeah so she had like a skewed view of me because i was like (laughs) (laughs) in that 70 minutes yeah in the one period or week or whatever the few periods a week i had with her she loved me i did was really interactive with the thing she probably thought i was like a normal kid, but yep. really I was just a brat and all the other ones. Yeah. <laughs> and she wrote me a really good thing, got in, and principal and the the lady that writes the recommendations for uni, like the link between the unis and the, and the schools, mm. both liked me. Plus the plus the third thing with the sport. Yep. Got me in. Yeah. Not my marks. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I was
0: in school like doesn't interest me at all. Like yep. I was cool. When's lunchtime? Yeah. And, and when's HPE? Let's do this. Is yep. it? Um, I just
2: really like geography for whatever reason.
0: Yeah, I've had like a few people like that, especially, yeah. I don't know. Like, she was a really
2: good teacher too. She's yeah. passed away now actually. But um, yeah, she was great. She was a really good teacher. Yeah. Yeah, she made so, it interesting.
0: So we moved up here. Where was your first, where was the first job?
2: Uh, Good Life Custom. Okay, cool. Yeah, just went straight there. Yep. Michael Adams hired me. Yep. And, um, well, hired me, like they say, like they they like to make it sound like they're like hiring you and stuff like that, but really, like, you're paying them. So, yeah, we're like, giving <laughs> you this opportunity. Yeah.
0: Just give us your bank details. Yeah, and... exactly. So, <laughs> it's not
2: really hiring that. Like, yeah. we're Trying to make it out like there's a criteria, be like, oh, you're taking me for sure. Like, yeah. my money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they <don't> take anyone. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, all right. So, seeking with the heavy conditioning, where are you located and what do you offer?
2: We're at, I'm at G Bung at uh, HQ Coaching. hmm. And, um, I got a bunch of things. I got like a lot of my online stuff. I'm starting to really build up that online Mm -hmm. coaching for like uh, just really keen to move in towards more. A lot of the people who have got like the drive and the want to like be strong and like do gym things, but don't have the technical side of programming and like, you know, the the fastest way to get the best results, Yeah, like injury free, Mm -hmm. strongest you can get. Least amount of time you spend in the gym, like everything like that, like yep. that's what I know how to teach you how to do. Efficient, yeah. smart training. So you might not really need me there. Yeah. Or you only might need me to like go over run over your technique every so often. Mm-hmm. So you do like the occasional session with me. Yeah. But for the most part, you just need me to just like write everything and just like you walk into the gym. Yeah, you've got exactly what you need to do that day, and you just do it. Like yeah, you don't exactly. need me there yelling at you and stuff.
0: That's the thing; it's very easy to get lost if you're just kind of cruising by yourself. Like yeah. I fall into the trap as well. It's like, mm-hmm. right, what am I? What do I feel like doing today? Let's let's have a crack at that. There's no real yeah. rhyme or reason, and especially with strength, um, you've got to be like,
2: yeah, target driven. You know exactly. It's more technical than what people think.
0: Um, so it's funny just talking about where you came from and what you're doing you you kind of explained the next question which I had which is how did you get into the fitness industry yeah was it just simple as seeing that job ad and way you went or
2: well it probably just started from being young like I it would have been I was really good at Shop put when I was in like primary school mm-hmm. Shop put and discus yeah yeah and I think dad had like a bench press downstairs and stuff like that and in yeah. my head I was also like an OCD kid that just wanted to win at everything so yeah, yeah. like <laughs> I would at like you know 10, 11 I was like Doing bench pressing It was only like 20 kilos worth of weights Yeah And I'd literally try and get like The 20 kilos to like 100 reps Yeah Like that was my progression Yeah cool like I, I couldn't get it any You were quick. doing progressive overloading Yeah I was progressive <laughs> overloading With like thousands of reps Yeah And I'd just do workouts Because I was like Alright if I can do this Like a million times I'm going to throw the short put further
1: That's cool man and I just
2: did it like Under the garage Forever yeah. and ever and ever So I got into it then I was probably Like that was just because I wanted to win Yep And then Got into high school We did it for Like an elective sport day Mm-hmm and I was like, well, I want to go to the gym, got a couple of my friends to go to the gym and then signed up a few weeks later and just, it was all to do with, gym started for me all to do with getting better at like rugby league, yep. getting better at like my sport Yep. and nothing to do with like getting fitter or anything like that. Like I didn't think about that. Yeah. It's like, I know if I do this, I'm going to be able to hurt people more on the field and stuff yep. like that. <laughs>
0: well, that like, for me hearing that, the fact that you were driven from a kid yeah. And you were doing sports-specific training. Yeah. Like, that was your goal. Like, it's, you're kind of already heading in that path of, like, yeah. strength training. You well, know that's like, I mean? if,
2: you, if you, like, dissect it backwards, yeah. it makes complete sense where I am right now. Yeah, exactly. But, like, at the time, just going, like, I didn't know what was coming. Yeah. Yeah, if that makes sense. It was just
0: a whole bunch of calculated random occurrences. Yes, exactly. Yeah.
2: But not really, though, because it was always going to happen. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm probably lucky I didn't end up getting like a... Normal job. Yeah, yeah. man, <laughs> normal jobs are not for me. Yeah, I'm lucky that I didn't like, I don't know, do a different degree or like just accidentally do something because there was money in it or something like that. And I would have been yeah. nowhere near as happy as what I am right now.
0: And it's funny because that rolls <laughs> straight into the next thing. Why be a PT?
2: Yeah, it's like the only thing I can ever see myself doing. Yeah. Yeah. I do generally like, I love personally getting stronger and things like that too. Like, I, yep. it's probably the main drive mm-hmm. is because I've just got like goals that I want to tick off. Mm-hmm. But you soon learn, like, when you're training people and they're getting stronger and, like, all these things are happening for them, like, you almost love it just as much for them. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. But you're probably never going to love it just as much. Yeah. But but then again, like, I've got some, I've become close with a lot of clients and, like, just to, like, it's pretty damn close. Like, I love seeing them get strong as much. Yeah. Yeah. Like, when you build, like, a relationship over, you've got that with people for years now. Yeah. And, like, when they're getting stronger. Like, Katie at the moment, she's about to try and get, like, a double bodyweight deadlift.
1: That's
0: cool.
2: And what's the body bodyweight? You do like 60s, mind? like, low 60s. Yeah, okay. So, like, 120 basically. That's cool. Yeah, and that's been a long time coming. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah,
0: it's it's funny. Like I know people go, "Oh fuck, it must be hard if like people cancel sessions or whatever," or mm-hmm. you know, and you can have like four or five not great sessions in a row, but then that session yeah. rolls around. It's like, man, I love doing this. Yeah, it's exactly why I do this. And,
2: and at this stage too, I don't really have any clients that I that are hard work. Yeah, like all my clients are awesome. Like, yeah, cool. Just, like have like a, a relationship on some level with all of them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like a friendly, like can hang out with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like my accountant's my, I trained him and he's getting, he's, he's probably built to be strong. Like yep. he was just a gamer for, I don't think he started even exercising until he yep. was like 28 or nine when he comes seeing me. Yeah. And then now he's, I'm like, man, you could have, I was like, well, you still will be like, if you would just keep at it. But like, you've got it. Yeah. <laughs> like you're a strong guy. The natural ability. You didn't even know because you were just into a different think yeah yeah
0: As it, like you said before like what happens if you did a different course like yeah exactly butterfly effect or whatever you want sliding exactly. doors that's where i'm going yeah um so your business model like we kind of spoke about we do the training we do the online programs um we've got the supplements and yep. obviously the guys rocking your merch around as well yep uh what made you get into the subs
2: subs just seemed like a i it just seemed like something you should do as a PT. Yeah. Me. Um, and then I think I listened to a few things just about like, you know, marketing, things like that. And the more tools you can have to your brand, the better. Yeah, exactly. And then I, when I started researching like protein and things like that, I realized how cheap I could get it for if I just outlaid some money yep. compared to what like all these brands are doing. And essentially supplements, like, man, they're just the same thing marketed different yep. with different prices, like. There's no one protein that's going to make you any better.
0: Yeah. Is it like, like the Nike and Adidas like kind of thing? Like it's the much, same thing like, yeah. with a different like, logo on
2: it? As long as you're getting your stuff from like reputable sources that you can trust and like they're good coming from like real places, mm. there's no difference.
0: So, talk me through through the process of like how it was just research, and then how do you kind of find like
2: I think the first time I, the first time I did it, I was like I bought like ten kilos of protein, yeah, which was obviously way more expensive. Like I buy like fifty plus kilos of shipment now, yeah, and like do that and like do it all myself, yeah. And I was making the bags myself. Like I yep. bought like a printer. I bought a printer. I bought a like stickers, mm-hmm. like sticker paper. Yeah, yeah. I got my friend to do up some logos for me. Mm-hmm. I was printing the stickers. Buying bags off eBay, putting the things putting the stickers on the bags. Yeah. Getting protein, putting the protein in the bags. It was taking forever. Yeah, yeah. And selling that protein like, you know, ten dollars more than what I was buying it for. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's literally how I started, just like flipping it. Yeah. And and then like it just started doing I was like worried. I bought ten kilos. I was like, What oh, I hope I can sell this ten kilos. Yeah. But, like that's like 300 bucks like yeah yeah yeah. that's like 300 bucks i just spent like i hope i can get rid of this like i was like it's like a big risk for me yeah i was like oh shit i don't know what to do here yeah humble beginnings yeah and it worked and then like you know now i'm like like i think i've ended up buying like three thousand bags like yeah okay like it was like i think it was costing me let's say like a dollar 20 or 30 to make a bag yep and it was like looked I mean, if you look back through my Instagram, you'll see it somewhere. I was like... Yeah. You could tell it was a home job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glad bag with Nick Yeah, exactly. It wasn't like much. didn't look good. But now, like, I've outlaid to, like, an actual company that makes bags. Yep. Did some really nice logos. It looks so schmick, Like, yeah, looks yeah. awesome now. And it's like 30 cents a bag. Cost. Yeah. I had to spend, like, a lot more to get them. Yeah. But, like, I just, like, it's literally cut my cost, like, by 75%. You could put it in a shop. Yeah like easy. it's just like it's a proper thing now yeah and like i just was it's, a, it's really funny to think where i was like started from
0: <laughs> yeah the catch with supplements is i find if you walk into nutrition warehouse mm-hmm. what's the brand they're going to push on you yep nutrition warehouse brand mm-hmm. you walk into asn same yep. thing's going to happen like it's i would tell
2: anyone out there like you don't have to buy my stuff but like literally look for the most cost-effective stuff yeah and that's... because if it's in a supplement store generally it's passed all the criteria yeah to be good to go and they're not so, going to stock shit stuff. No, like, they're not going to. They're not. I and mean, then if, you, if you're if you're paying a hundred dollars a kilo of protein, like they're just they got you. Yeah, yeah. Like they've got you with their marketing.
0: I can like.
2: the tricked I can
0: <laughs> imagine the amount of gym bros, and I'm I'm sure I'm I've been one of them across the journey, and people just walk out and they go, if I got him,
2: like. Yeah, oh, I was the same when I was a teenager. I bought everything. Yeah. Yeah, like you told me it was going to make me bigger. I bought it. Like yeah. I spent all my money on it. Like mm-hmm. I had no money because I was buying. Supplements. Yeah. The name brand supplements. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like yeah. I was, I was one of the ones, one of body science ones. It was Creed it was just creatine and sugar. Yeah. And it was like $70 for like a half a kilo. Yeah. Right. You have to load it. You guys feel like 70 kilos a week? Like I mean, 70 bucks a week. Yeah. And like, oh, it was just, all you would have had to have done is buy a 10 kilo bag of creatine. Yeah. And yep. some cordial. <laughs> and that's what, it, that's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. Like they just got you.
0: Um, while we're talking about your subs, where are they available?
2: Uh just through Instagram. I'm getting. I'm trying to get a. Uh, I've been doing it for a while now. I'm trying to get like an actual like site going, mm-hmm. but just because it's like being like a word of mouth thing and yep. like just through Instagram. Like I just people just literally DM me and I just post it myself and yeah, kind cool. of all myself at the moment. But uh, eventually, I definitely need to store up. I was looking at um, Shopify. Yeah, but Shopify, I found that they don't let you do food things. Okay. Yeah, so I'll have to probably... Like, I was getting ready to do it. It was nearly done. Yeah. And then, like, yeah, they wouldn't let me do it. I, uh, could, only right. sell, I could only sell my um, clothing line on that. Gotcha.
0: Yeah. Um, so, obviously, that plug again, check out Heavy Conditioning on Instagram. Um, you'll see, obviously, all the links to um, all the supplements that we are currently talking about. Now, speaking of supplements, I want to stick in that realm for a second. Uh, in your humble opinion, um, what supplements do you think are a must- for everyday, we'll start with everyday people. Yep. Person going to the gym two, two, three times a week.
2: I think they're, they're probably not even the ones that I sell. They're the ones like a vitamin D tablet. Yep. Um, Multivitamin is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, a probiotic. Yep. And fish oil. Yep. They're probably the most essential ones because they are going to give you the best benefits health-wise and everything like that. Yep. All the rest are literally like supplements. Like you can you supplement them. Yeah, exactly. Like protein is no different from steak to chicken to protein powder to eggs to whatever. Yeah, like it's a not an essential thing to have a protein shake.
0: So there you go for people who are going to the gym two to three times a week. Yeah, you're saying look more at health benefits rather yeah. than
2: shakes. Yeah, exactly. Well, the shakes are come in handy where it's like you're not getting enough protein in your diet, mm-hmm. or you're like getting hungry and you're snacking on terrible foods and stuff yeah. like that. Um, and I use my protein for like flavor for like my like what, like bananas and things like yeah. that. frozen like bananas and smoothies stuff, and smoothie and stuff yeah. like that. Like they make it that's healthy and it tastes good.
0: Yeah. Um, kicking it up a gear, someone who trains four plus times a week. Not yeah. doing anything, but like they're going to the gym four plus times a
2: week. Yeah, you probably like, at that rate, you probably do need a little bit more protein. Mm-hmm. So it wouldn't be the worst idea to put some protein shakes into your diet and stuff like that. Yep. Um, but again, like if you're eating like, you know, five kilos of steak a day, probably don't need a protein shake. Yeah, exactly.
0: <laughs> and that's, they are called supplements because... Yeah, they're supplements. Exactly. Yeah. Um, final step on the ladder. Someone who's training for athletic performance.
2: Well, you're... Uh... Your um, pre workouts yep. are definitely going to work. So, they've got caffeine and like beta alanine and things and so things in them like that that are like an increased blood flow. Caffeine's a performance enhancement. Everyone knows that. Like, you can get done for caffeine. If you have too much caffeine in your body or the most sports, you can actually yep. get banned. Yep. So, it's a real thing. And caffeine and cough, caffeine's a drug. Yep. So, like, it's a definite, it definitely works. Yep. <laughs> yeah, It's a <laughs> um, thing. Creatine, definitely, creatine works for 80% of the population. Yep. Um, the 20% of non responders to creatine. I personally don't get too much from creatine. I think it's probably because I do eat a lot of red meat, and creatine's the most abundant in red meat. Mm-hmm. So probably that's why I don't get the greatest yep. use like, from it. Use from it. Yep. But like even like your vegetarians and vegans and stuff like that, creatine probably great for them because mm-hmm. they're not getting it from red meats and things like that. And then also just there's going to be some people that eat a lot of meat and still get a response from creatine as well. Yep. It's literally eighty percent of the people. So that's a lot. That's a lot of the population. So yeah, probably good. At, and creatine's the most. Um, cost effective supplement too Yeah. so even if you want to just try it out it's only going to set you back like 20 bucks so. yeah exactly yeah, it's 20 bucks to figure out whether it works for you or not is not the biggest deal that's the thing
0: yeah. um, so that's the supplement bit of the business done yep. coming back to the business as a whole what are some of the obstacles or tougher elements of being a trainer and running the business you know like what kind of what are like harder things to deal with that you know, people may not know about. I think.
2: Um, I think just trying to get people in there for like the, just like obviously because you're right into it. A lot of people don't have the same long term motivation as you. Yeah. It's like trying to get them. I think strength training though is the best avenue for long term results. Yeah. Because people really do get addicted to getting stronger. It is that
0: goal orientated training.
2: Yeah. I think goal oriented training is the Most reliable source of training when it comes to like getting people staying in like fit and healthy. Yeah. Because, like you know, like all the bodybuilding shows and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. they're subjective. Yeah. So you train your ass off, and it's someone's opinion whether you won, lost, or look good, or don't look good, or whatever. Yeah. If you deadlift 100 kilos, and then six months later you deadlift 120 kilos. Yep. No one's not telling you that you didn't do that. I guess yeah, exactly. That's proof is that.
0: The numbers don't don't yeah, lie. exactly. Do you have many clients or any clients who are body composition based and you pull them away from that and push them and go, this is, trust me, let's look at performance and the rest will follow?
2: Or yeah. Well, like a lot of girls come to you and they just want to, like they want their bums look good yep. or whatever, like they have specific goals. Yeah. And again, like if you're doing a deadlift, mm-hmm. like you use your glutes and your ass so much when you deadlift. Yeah. If we can make your deadlift double, I guarantee your bum got bigger. Yep. The power <laughs> so, muscles, yeah, power muscles. Yeah, exactly. So like, it's just reframing it into a um, more in line to my training, but still letting them know they're going to get what they want as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people, and a lot of people just don't even know what they want. They yeah. just want to start.
0: Neat. <laughs> uh, if I hear, I just need to get fit. Like, hmm. what, do you, what do you mean? What what is that yeah. to you? Like, are you trying? Are you thinking ten kilos? So I try are to you, influence them. Yeah, are you thinking heavier dead? Are you thinking like, well, what is, what is this thing that you're trying to achieve? And yep. it's like let's get a direction and we're working that way.
2: Yeah, exactly. And I try to obviously me personally, I try to put like influence them into like strength. Yeah, because I know like that's the people that really get into it. They're the people that stay around.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's the thing you find goal-oriented people. Yep. It's like, Boom! goal data training. Hello, yeah. there's your formula.
2: It's, it's just like, like even when you if you like if you're worried about your weight, yeah, and you want to drop weight, mm. but if we if you're sixty kilos and you want to drop weight, but we put thirty kilos in all your lifts, and you're still sixty kilos, yeah, you've changed your body composition because exactly. there's no way you haven't put muscle on, yeah. There's no way, like, so if you're the same weight, you put muscle on, you've lost fat and put on muscle. Yeah, and you've done that all through strength training.
0: My thing for people is let's we we'll use the exact same example. I weigh 60 kilos. I want to weigh 55 kilos. Yeah. So why? That's only you're the only one who sees the scales. Yeah. Like you're not taking your scales out to lunch with people and showing you showing them how much you weigh. If yeah. You, if you. Bump up your lifts, and your body composition changes because your fat goes down, your muscle goes up. Yeah, they're going to go, "Fuck, you look good." Yeah, what do gonna... you weigh? You're yeah, like... they're not
2: going to care about what you weigh. Exactly. No one asks people what they weigh. They, you either look good or you don't. Exactly.
0: <laughs> your clothes are your guide. The mirror is the guide. Yeah. Like, fuck the scales. I yeah. hate. I don't weigh any of my clients. I couldn't no. tell you what anyone weighs or nope. anyone's age.
2: The only reason I even know their weights is because of. I want it in relation to what they're lifting. Like, yep. are you double body weight? Are you triple body weight? Yeah. Like, is that what you're lifting? Yeah. I don't care what you weigh because, like, I'm going to tell you you're fat or something like yeah. that. Like, <laughs> or you need to get bigger or smaller. Yeah. Like, it's not good enough to do with that. Like, yeah. I don't care.
0: And that's a message. Well, there you go. There's two trainers sitting here going, no one cares what you weigh. No. It's you know we're yeah. trying to change your look and change your feel and change your performance. And
2: yeah, and only becomes important if like you you need to be a weight class or something for your, like your athletic. Exactly. Endeavor. If you're not a boxer, a fighter, yeah. a, like someone who competes, yeah,
0: a jockey or whatever, you don't need to worry about weight. Nope, it's n- not a, a non thing. Yeah. Um, for your training sessions, as in your when you're training your clients,
2: mm-hmm.
0: obviously the overall outcome is goal orientated. What are you trying to focus on? What What's like the plan of attack for each session?
2: Um, so new clients, it's all technique. It can, it can last for like so many sessions where it's just like, like I'm not going to really get into things crazy amounts until you're moving correctly. Yep. Like, because I need you moving correctly because if we load you up, you're just going to break.
0: Get that foundation. Yeah.
2: And like uh, most sessions start with like, one or two ways. Like I was they the whole session is just like teaching them how to move. Yep. Or if they pick it up pretty quickly, like I'm going to probably load you up onto a little bit of weight until something is not correct. Yep. So like on a deadlift, like if they look good with 40 kilos, but do with a lot of girls actually. So girls are the typical thing because yep. they're not, I don't know if they're not used to lifting heavy things or it's just like a, a girl mind frame. Yeah. But like they'll be doing like a 40 kilo deadlift and I know they're doing it easy. Yeah. And it looks easy to me and they're looking really good and they're like, Oh, it's so heavy. Like they'll say that, so I'm like, all right, let's make it even heavier then, and yeah. like slowly build them up, and then all of a sudden they'll do like a 60 kilo one. Yeah, and it's not going to hurt them. Like as long as they're doing like a decent technique, yeah, you're not going to like kill yourself.
0: Yeah, if your back is straight and you're pushing with yeah. your legs, you're good. Yeah,
2: so it's not going to be perfect technique, obviously. but yeah. I'm going to I'll load you up to 60 kilos, so then you know what actual heavy is. Yeah, and I move you back down to 40. You're never going to complain again.
0: Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Do you find like just keeping it on that same vein with females? When I do deadlifts with um, females, I hear hands mm-hmm. a lot. Do you hear that? Like coming from like in yeah, the strength some, environment or all over
2: the strength, like the, the, with like the proper deadlift bars too. They like, they're pretty, uh, gnarly harsh. Yeah, yeah. They can like my hands are all torn up. Yeah. Um, but then we've got different bars over there too. That are not like too crazy, but, yeah. um, yeah, it's different from person to person. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the girls look after their hands better than me. Like, yeah. I show them my hands, they're like, oh, you got to moisturize, and they got all the di- different techniques.
0: Like <laughs> to... Yeah, moisturize, so your hands just slip when you're trying to lift yeah, 200. Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> but you've got to keep them smooth. Yeah. yeah just,
0: otherwise, I've done this before, you scratch yourself in your sleep with dead- yeah. with calluses. Oh,
2: I've got some rippers. I've had some bad ones, so yeah, I'm too good.
0: Um, final thing on the heavy conditioning side, what's the end goal?
2: Um, I just... I'm just happy just to... Keep on trying to get people strong and like, um, just as long as I'm like, you know, living like a decent life and like making a good enough income to like live. Yeah, exactly. I'm so happy doing that. Like as long as everyone's getting results and getting strong and yeah, yeah, I'm not like too fussed. Like,
0: would you look at things like, because you said you want to, you're trying to work with people who want to get into it, but aren't quite sure. Would you do like an in-house Amateur lifting comp or Yeah, I've like got like the that? idea
2: of... I've got a few things, actually, that you mentioned. Like, I've got some plans to do, like, um, rugby league-specific training for, like, groups of kids and stuff like that, like, around, yeah. like, that late teenage... Because that's just me when growing up, like, I would have loved to have had someone to, like, a bit earlier to teach me Mate. all that stuff. And, like, I how much you, you can help... Yeah. yeah how much it can help your performance and things like that. Yep. So, that's probably something I'm looking at, because the season's just finishing now. So, yep. that's probably, like, my next little project that I'm going to be working on. Yeah, cool. It's like try and get a few, um, yeah, like, you know, like young, like even mid, like early twenty, late teens, like that around that age bracket of like just showing them how much they can improve their performance through like heavy lifting.
0: Exactly. Like, I, I actually, like, I'm from a basketball background. Yeah. And I went to, I approached the club I used to play for and said, pretty much that's like, I know what it takes as a player. Yeah. I know what it takes as a trainer let me put together programs for these 13 to 17 year olds while they're still developing and mm-hmm. let's improve their performance. And yeah. c- it kind of, not fell on deaf ears, but I was like, oh, I've got this idea. Like you trust me, it's going to work. So yeah. if you've got that in there, like with that rugby league background and like, you know, the right people, yeah, it should be something for sure, like for developing players. That-
2: yeah. Well, it's, even just in terms of Australia's strength and conditioning, like whole national level is behind, like, America. Yep. Like, America, like, with the NFL and the NBA and stuff, like, they're just on top of it. Yeah. Like, and there's a reason why there's so much money and, like, the athletes are psychos, like... Yeah, yeah. It's, we're, like, behind because we haven't caught up with, like, the level. Yeah. Obviously, there's going to be some really crazy, amazing dudes out there, but, like... Yeah. Like, club to club, like, and, like, as it filters down to, like, more grassroots levels, it's just not there. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I... I've never been taught anything... Like, even at, like, rep carnivals and rep things and stuff like that, like, it was so much so basic. Yeah. Like, the level of training gym-wise that I got taught. Yeah. Even, like, I played some pretty high levels of league and, like, nothing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's it's funny, like, if we use the America example, for me being basketball, if we look at the NBA players just from an athletic performance point of view mm-hmm. against the Australian top players, yeah. like, in, in the NBL it's like, there is a huge discrepancy, like ignoring skill. And we just look at athletic performance and time invested into one's more like a body performance Mm -hmm. as opposed to skill. Like it's fucking night and day. And they they have those resources there because they've they've realized that it's a thing. If you, if you can perform athletically better, Mm -hmm. you're going to be more of a threat.
2: Yeah. Everyone's on the same level, but you've got the best coaching. Yeah, exactly. You make it, they don't.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Um, rolling into strength training, uh, You kind of, well, you spoke about before and I've touched on a couple of times, like people wanting to get into learning about lifts and whatnot. How should strength training be used um, in general? For for like some, like people, everyday people go in the gym. How should strength training be used?
2: Um, I think one of the most important things about strength training is not to try and max out. Yep. Like it's not a, it's not a thing where you need, you want to be grinding reps and struggling Mm -hmm. and, (laughs) and failing on reps. Yep. Like Elite level powerlifters, if they fail, they are not fucking happy. Like yeah. they blew it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's comp day when they're te- when they're going close to failure. That's, yeah, that's it. Like it's they don't fail in the gym, and if they do, they're like take days off. Yeah, because your central nervous system just gets so fried. Yeah, like you miss like those dudes that miss lifts. They like they know they stuffed up. Yeah, like they don't want their clients to miss lifts. They don't want themselves to miss lifts. It's just a big no no. Yeah, yeah. So, but it's just a, such a common culture though is like you need to fail and like not quite like you need to like someone else it's like you know just even get a pt to yeah. help you with a rep like yeah. no just don't fail yeah like you want to work just below yeah because like it's going to improve your recovery time decrease risk of injury you'll be mm-hmm. able to go again sooner um yeah that's the biggest um misconception i think it's like working to fail and things like that yeah and too much like less is more i'm a big less is more guy yeah like not less is more as in like not working hard like you work hard as hell yeah in while you're there but like less things recover better yeah again yeah yeah yeah
0: it's funny because it's almost like you've read my questions and you know what's going (laughs) on um so in the gym when people are doing strength or you know you see your clients like jumping into something Mm -hmm. what are some of the common mistakes you see in general for for strength training
2: yeah that's it they want to they're like, oh, they're like I'll t- like I'll write a program for them and want them to do this way, and they're like, oh, I did that really easy, so I went up, I went, I went heavier. Yeah, I'm like, no, I was like, you need to let me make you get heavier. Like you need yeah. to wait, trust, the, pro- trust <laughs> yeah. the process. Yeah, because like you, it's a two steps forward, one step back thing with strength training. Like you go two steps forward, you get strong. When you nearly hit like your limits, you take a step back. Yeah, you have a little chill and you go again. Yeah, and um, if you're failing, you're just not gonna. You're just not gonna improve over time as much. Yeah, it's like one of the. <clears throat> like, like there's a couple of good sayings like if someone kidnapped your family mm. because if you if you just go crazy and just like like yeah you, know, you hear about like oh, i did legs and i didn't walk for five days yeah yeah like that is the dumbest thing ever yeah yeah like it's to me like people don't understand like they think they did a good workout and it like no destroyed because your- doms like that's delayed onset muscle Yes. Yeah. so usually the biggest sign of doms is you haven't done something enough yep Or you're doing too much per session. Yeah. Barring like it's your first couple of sessions and you're going to be sore as hell. That's just the way it is. It's a shock to the system. But if you're like a regular trainer Mm. and you're getting crazy DOMS. Yeah. You're doing way too much in a session. Yeah. Or you don't squat. Like you get DOMS from squats. You don't squat enough. There's obvious weakness there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like the old saying is like if someone kidnaps your family and you got to get them back in a year's time, would you squat once a week or every day? Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) Squat every day. Yeah. Because you're going to be able to be better at a squat. But would you do a three hour squat session every day? No, you'd be gone. Yeah. You would come in there and work really hard for like, you know, half an hour, do your squats. Yeah. And you'd be good to go again the next day. It's like these people who throw around like
0: overtraining. Yeah. I don't think there's such, there's the only way I believe overtraining exists is if you do too much. Yeah. Too often. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, you you can recover. You should be able to recover from most things. But yeah. if you're running a marathon every day, that's overtraining because you are overworking and over-frying your system on the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: There's just other things you can do. Like you can just like supplement other lifts. Mm. Yeah. The only thing really is like that I would say not to do a lot of is deadlifts because it's so taxing on you. Yeah. On your extension nervous system and things like that.
0: Um. What are some of the misconceptions of strength training?
2: So we've gone from mistakes. I think, like, I've been talking about this a lot with, like, a bit of a marketing thing that I want to employ, but, like, I hate the fat, strong guys. <laughs> yeah, 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 Like, it that annoys me. Yeah. Like, it's like a, it's such a thing where, like, all these big, strong dudes are, like, fat and look like shit. Yeah. And I'm like... You don't need to do that either Like You can be strong yeah. And look good And like just be healthy Like you don't have to be strong And unhealthy
0: Yeah And like, like, it's It's almost like They word is a badge of honour Like when they Yeah they, and they brag the about it
2: Eating and stuff Yeah like, oh, And f- also the no cardio thing Like they said brag about no cardio Yeah And I'm like yeah, but cardio is good for your heart man Like a little bit of cardio Is probably going to Help your lifts out mm. Like obviously You want to be a lead at anything That's the thing You have to focus on the most Yeah Like you're not going to get A world record deadlift Running marathons as Yeah well. exactly But to do a little bit of cardio in some aspect is going to... Like a comp day goes all day. Yeah. You think like doing a little bit of cardio and having like some type of cardiovascular system isn't going to give you endurance for a whole day of lifting? Yeah.
0: 100%. Well, that's like uh, the Matt Fraser story he talks about on one of... I forget if it's his YouTube doco or not. He used to be a um, competitive powerlifter. Yep. And one of his comps was upstairs and the lift wasn't working, so he had to walk upstairs. Yeah. And he got to the top... And he was huffing and puffing just from <laughs> walking upstairs, and he went right. I got to change something. Yeah, exactly. Fast forward to now, he's the world's fittest man. Yeah, three or no four years in a row. No, yeah, yeah, four years yeah. in a row. Mm-hmm. And it's like that's you don't have to be yeah. this big and you don't tub have to be,
2: shit because like there's a good book. Um, oh, what's it called? Oh, I always reference this book. I can't, be, I can't remember right now. Someone just, just Sanji. Hybrid athlete. Yep. It's called the hybrid athlete. And he is like, he does marathons and like has psycho like squats, like 300 kilo plus squats. Yeah, like Okay. Insane things. And he wrote a whole book about how you can be good at everything. Yep. And just, it takes time. It takes a little bit longer. Like if you just do strength training, obviously you're going to get quicker and better at strength training. Yeah. But if you want to be good at everything, it's just your strength training is going to be a slower progression. Yeah. And, and obviously he also references like you're never going to be the best The best of the best. Exactly. You're just going to be amazing at everything. Yeah. But all you have to do is just flip those percentages and, like, just take the good things he's saying in the book and apply some of them to your sport, and it's going to make you better at your sport. Yeah. Even with, like, um, marathon running these days, like, all the marathon runners, like, they run 42 kilometers, and that's become so easy for them. Yeah. That the guys that are winning are the dudes that are strength training and doing sprints and things like that because they all come into the stadium with, like, 400. Meters to run, and they're all there, and they're all doing the same times. It's whoever's got the best 400 meter sprint. Yeah, exactly. Whoever's got the best 200 meter sprint, the best 100 meter sprint. Like they're the dudes that are winning because yeah. it's so close now. Because everyone's just getting so late.
0: Yeah, it's funny. Like I did the jetty to jetty half marathon, mm-hmm. and the point that I hit 8k, the guy who went up winning was on like 11 and a half k. Like the time he did it in was like I forget the time, but we worked out it was like three minute five kilometers. He was sitting out the hole <laughs> for 21 and a half Ks. I was like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. and it's, that's not just marathon running. Like, yeah, that's it's like, performance training as well. Yeah. Um. Last little question on like the strength side of things. Did you get into strength because it went hand in hand with your footy? You did, yeah. Did, for you or like that was just part of the culture with footy?
2: No, because I was... It's like especially in the town was it's like only local football so like no one even all the football i've played like i've been the most into strength training i mean obviously people do come in that are like me as well but like they're few and far between yeah like they're not like um there's not a lot of people that are like really into their like gym training yeah like that, that i've seen anyway yeah yeah like they just play footy yeah 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 and that's a thing but i just really enjoyed it because like um I think it's also just like a genetic thing for me. Like, obviously, I love it probably a lot mm. because it's genetically how I'm made up as well. Yeah, okay. So, like, I was a fat kid, but I was fast. Yep, yep. <laughs> so, like, I got that, like, high twi- uh, high, um, fast twitch fibers, obviously. Yep. Like, if you're fat and fast, like, yep. you, know, you know, something's going on. Exactly. Um, short put, like, one of the most pure power sports you could think of. Yeah. So It's a split second movement. Mm. Like, that's even more... Explosive power. Even more explosive than a sprint because you're running for 100 meters. Yeah. Um, so, like, and I was awesome at that. Yeah. Um so obviously when it comes to strength training there's a lot of just split bang bang movements yep. so it's I'm good at it. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um if you're good at something you usually tend to stick to it.
0: Exactly like and it's the same like in my like realm yeah. mm-hmm. f- that fitness side of things comes a little bit easier. So Yeah,
2: so the same with me like the like with football like I had to be fit as well. Yeah. So I did a lot of running over the years. And that was the hard part of training for me. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Like having the motivation to do it. Like I've got to a good level. Yeah. But like the amount of effort I had to put in to keep up with the guys that were just naturally fit was insane. Yeah. Like I'd put all this effort into pre-season, train the hardest by far, do extras and everything like that. And I get to training and like the guys that did nothing Mm. and were just naturally fit. We were like on the same level, if not, they're better than me just. Yeah. And I'm like, fuck. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. But then I also had the added benefit of like putting so much effort in the gym. That's where we separate. Yeah, like that's a dedication and yeah,
0: drive as well.
2: Because I would rather be like ten, like five percent less fit than you, yeah. but fifteen times stronger. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, how do you train? What What's your What's your split? How many days a week do you train? Give me the breakdown.
2: I am four days a week. Yep. I go Mondays is like an overhead push day. Yep. Like so, my I have four days a week. they are a big compound movement is my main focus. Yeah. And there's just like small accessories after that to do different things because like, like I was talking about like the best way to get better at squatting, more squats. Yep. Best way to dead, get better at deadlifts, more deadlifts. Mm-hmm. Better bench, more bench. Like I'm a big believer in that rather yep. than doing like all these little things. So. Yeah. Um, Mondays is overhead press day with all my other little accessories like a lot of rotator cuff work and just things to keep me more injury free and injury prevention rather yep. than like getting bigger and stronger Okay, mm-hmm. like let my big lifts get me bigger and stronger yep and then the rest of the session is to like stop getting hurt yeah 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 <laughs> yeah um Wednesday deadlifts yep uh Friday bench and then Saturday is squats so they me four days
0: uh <clears throat> do you just pick four because that's a good recovery time for you or do you feel like any more than four is too much or do you just focus on those big moves well like,
2: even the science says like three to four days plenty yeah. Um, even four days is like, you could do it in three. I've had, to, I've run programs where I've done three, but yeah. at the moment four is, feels good for me. And like, I seem to be recovering well from all of that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I want to say something like that, but yeah, I, I like to have a hundred percent a day off after I deliver cause I'm gone. Yeah. A hundred percent a day off after I squat cause I'm gone. Yep. Yeah. And then also I also like to have the day off before my deadlifts. Like when I write programs for people, I tell them to try and have the day off to deadlifts off. Yeah. And after squats off. Yeah. And then I tell them that I take the day off before deadlifts as well. So mm-hmm. I'm fresh to go for the deadlifts because yep. they're the hardest lift.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, Just touching on recovery. Yeah. How do you yeah. sleep? Are you uh, eight hours a night, six hours a night? Yeah, I'm a big
2: sleeper. Yeah, cool. Because like, um, yeah, I, the, I actually watched the, have you seen the podcast on one of Joe Rogan's podcasts where you had the sleep expert on? No. Oh, it's one of the most fascinating podcasts I've ever watched.
0: Yeah, do you remember the person's name?
2: No, I don't, but you know, all you would have to do is just YouTube Joe Rogan's sleep podcast and it'll come up because yeah. it's like it blew up. And it was insanely cool. He's got a book out too, mm-hmm. but um I've never read the book because I'm a bit more of a listener. listener. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel you. Yeah. Um but he oh, was so good and he just talked about the importance of sleep, like yeah. lack of sleep, just like just little things like especially for sport related stuff, like your um stabilizing muscles become way less active yeah less sleep things like that so your injury risk goes up yeah but yeah i sleep like eight hours a night and then usually get a nap in in the middle of the day too like pt life like you usually got the middle yeah. of the day free yeah. um what times your day start usually these days are like anywhere from like eight to nine yeah okay cool yeah, so
0: no no early morning starts no
2: occasionally i will like just yeah. for like especially usually for like a long-term client if they've got a like a, something's going on and they have to come earlier but yeah righto but yeah like uh yeah, there were not too many early ones these days Yeah, it's cool good. When I started, it was like all kinds of weird hours Because like you just got to do what you can to get business going That's it, hey Yeah, but now like I'm a bit luckier; I can you know, pick and choose a little bit more
0: It's funny, like I got up I had a later start today at six Yep And <laughs> just that extra half hour sleep I was like, man, I feel fresh Yeah And it, it like, I'm not I,
2: opposed to it either as well If people really want to come then And they're like, yeah. I put in the effort I'll do it as well
0: it's the, you When you turn up for those five or five thirty sessions And they come in dragon, It's like Yeah you, this is the time you booked. Like, oh, I've
2: had people like, I get there and then I get text messages say, "No, oh, I can't make it today. I'm like,
0: oh, that's yeah. the, or the worst is like, I can't make it today just as you sit in your car to turn it on. It's yeah. Like, well, I'm awake now yeah. and I'm ready to roll. So
2: see, I'm such a good sleeper too. I could just go show back to sleep. Oh really? Yeah. I'm easy. I've always joked like you just sit me in the middle of a highway and I'll fall asleep eventually. Yeah. Yeah. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good to go.
0: Um, sticking in the recovery theme, we kind of touched on it before we started and you kind of mentioned it. Um, Earlier, earlier on, um, where does recovery, i.e., mobility and flexibility, work into your sessions?
2: Yeah, I love. Um, well, I love yoga. I do love doing. I don't love doing yoga, but I love what it makes me feel like and how I recover and help helps me like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've been doing that for like a couple of years now, and it's probably one of the better things I've done.
0: Yep. Um, do you get but- mindfulness from it, or are you? Is it just more physical? Recovery And a bit of a stretch and move
2: Yeah mine's, mine's, a, mine's definitely more For the flexibility aspect of it Yeah Like just getting looser Yeah um, But like the line to say I don't feel like more relaxed And chilled after I do it every time Yeah But that's just I think that might just be Because it's hard Like you get yeah. that feeling After a run or whatever as well Those endorphins But I do like Because I used to do it at night And I would sleep great Every time after yep. I did it Yeah
0: Yeah I did uh, hot yoga For a little bit
2: Yeah I did the month of that as <sighs> well. man
0: Because I, I like sweating when I, I have to sweat when I work out Yeah yep. And yeah, hot yoga was the best. Like you getting drenched and you finish you're like, man, I am cooked. That was great.
2: Yeah, my, ex, my ex-girlfriend got me a month at the one at Aspley There, Oh, Bonfire? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I did. Because I just wanted to make them tighter. So I'd make the most of it. I did like 17 sessions in a month. Yeah, cool. And I was, yeah, it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, it was good, but. Um,
0: what was I going to say? When it comes to um, your own training, mm-hmm. when do you find time? And like, what's the mentality? Do you slip into almost work mode in the sense that it is, Right, I need to improve my lifts today. Like, what's the mentality behind your training?
2: Well, I know what I'm doing every time. Like, yeah, I don't have diaries or anything like that to write all my workouts down. Mm-hmm. I am too fixated on my goals and, like, I love it too much. I know exactly yep. what I did the week before, yep. what I'm doing this week. Like, I don't know. I don't need to write anything down. Yep. Which, which, for my clients, I write everything down for them. Yeah, But, like, for me, I'm just, like, it's ingrained in my mind what the session involves, what yep. I'm doing that session. And then, <clears throat> I mean, everyone has like fluctuating motivation. But like, I'll have days where I hate doing it, mm. and I'm like feeling like shit. Yeah, but I'll just still do it.
0: <laughs> do you do you slip into like kind of that work mode kind of thing? If you've just trained four or five clients straight, and then it's like right now it's time for me to do my overhead day. Mm. Do you just scare fucking here we go? Like,
2: you know what? To be honest, like probably eighty percent of the time, I'm generally excited to work out. Like, yeah, I cool. I really like it. <laughs> and <laughs> like, do you I'm think?
0: Pumped. Do you think it is that extra like the the pullback on? Load as in, like, day off before. Yeah, right?
2: and I just love lifting heavy. Yeah. Like, you definitely... Oh, um the amount of days you go to the gym definitely increases your motivation. Yeah. Like, 100%. Yeah. Like if you go every day, you'll... Like, even the science will tell you that. Like, it's... The motivation decreases the more you do things. Yeah. So, like, if you can keep it fresh... Yeah. And, like, learn to enjoy your life. Like, I enjoy my days off because I'm gone. Yeah. Yeah, like, I couldn't physically... Go into a gym the day after I do deadlifts yep. and do anything yeah, worth yeah. doing. Yeah, like it's just not happening. It'd be like the like bro I'm exhausted. Like I'm, like my energy levels are like seventy percent. Yeah, like I don't even feel like doing anything. Like there's no point.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, here's a here's a question that I love posing to people. Uh, why do you train?
2: It's just a personal thing. Like I just like being strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, like I like lifting. For like that big ego of just like trying to be the strongest dude around and shit yeah. like,
0: <laughs> Does it, is it a throwback to like being that little bit competitive
2: yeah for sure do, like are you competing
0: I, against yourself or do you kind of have a look out the side of your eye and be like I want to beat that Like, I'm to be yeah that
2: I guy. do both like I'm trying to always beat my things but I like don't want like I've got friends and stuff that are strong as well and like I just don't want them to it's funny like I have the weird like I want to see them get strong and stuff like that too but I'm like I just want to be stronger than you though Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. I'm glad you're getting strong and I'm like I'm happy for you but like I'm, you're not going to get stronger than me <laughs> yeah I want to be the strongest yeah, in exactly. this room like yeah. I would be happy for you if you beat me but at the same time I'd be so pissed off and I'd be like trying to beat you
0: yeah that's cool man like yeah. and for, for you, be, the ability to come out and say that yeah like cause some people try and keep that yeah and I've
2: said before like it's like a healthy competitiveness.
0: Yeah, I, I, my it's motivation aim, too. Yeah, my aim is to be the fittest in the room. Like, yeah. when I say fittest, like for my realm of fitness, like yeah. I want to be the fittest in the room. I may not be, but that's what I'm going to try, try yeah. to strive to do. You know.
2: Yeah, well, yeah, I want to be the strongest for sure.
0: Uh, what's the hardest part about doing your own training?
2: Hardest part. Um, I like training alone. Yeah, self motivated. Yeah. yeah, I'm um, definitely self motivated. I'll even like go to the point where like, if I'm in a crowded gym with like music playing and stuff like that, I'll even put my headphones on over the top of that. So it's my music playing. Yep. And like, cause I'm a very talkative chatty person. Yep. But like, if I'm serious about a workout, like I'll go into like rude, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, of rude, like don't talk to me mode. And like, yeah. like I'll kind of like, not be annoyed because I'll still, obviously, I'm not that much of a dick that I'll just completely brush people. Yeah, But yeah. I like kind of short, shorter answers and like, hey, I'm doing something here, like let me go. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. in the zone kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, I just get in the zone. My music really pumps me up. Big, mo- um, music motivates me a lot. I love big music. guy. like, I love music and stuff like that. So,
0: uh, yeah. I'm assuming it's heavy when we lift heavy. You know, it's everything. Man. Yeah. Like
2: okay. a lot of the heavy stuff, but then I listen to like Justin Bieber, Spice Girls, like, <laughs> you it, like and it, it's like feel good music. Yeah. Can do it too. Yeah. And it depends on like, a what you're doing in the session, like, oh, I will try not to listen to, like, crazy heavy music before the crazy heavy set. Yeah. And then, like, it'll be, like, funny, yeah, upbeat, feel-good, like, kind of clubby music yep. as I'm warming up and just making me feel good. Yeah. So I'm being in a feel-good place. And then when it comes time to, like, be a bit of a psycho and lift heavy, yeah, you put the psycho music on. Yeah.
0: Do you feel like it, like, pumping, like, heavy music loud before a big lift? Mm-hmm. It just kind of... Not gets you on edge But like over commits you to something or, Yeah for
2: yeah. sure And I love my Like I love rap and stuff like that too So I'm a, um I listen to a lot of the lyrics a lot Yeah okay. you know, Rappers talk a lot of shit Yeah 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 I talk a lot of shit to myself in my head Yeah And like like, tell myself I'm awesome. Tell myself I'm the best. Like, like, yeah. like just internally, it just gets me going. Like, you're the man. You can do this kind of thing. Like yeah, yeah. There's this weird, like, monologue in my head when I'm lifting heavy.
0: But that cuts out all the self-doubt. Like, yeah. if you start going... Oh, you are got to convince yourself you can do it.
2: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Man, if, if you it, don't think you're going to do it, you're not going to
0: do it. If the brain is such a powerful muscle yeah. and it will talk you in or out of yeah. so many things
2: but like rap music to me is great for that because like they talk so much shit and it's funny yeah and it's also motivating like you listen to them and then you put yourself like you pretend it's you and then it's like it becomes like a whole character and then you listen heavy yeah yeah that's sick
0: that's cool man <laughs> that's a nice little insight on how your uh, yeah. training sessions happen
2: oh yeah like if you're like if you, <laughs> you see me lifting like you see me kind of just like thinking like i'm definitely thinking about the lyrics or like telling myself i'm awesome or talking yep. shit to myself or something like stupid like you if you could listen to my thoughts while i'm lifting heavy you'd probably think i'm the biggest weirdo
0: as <laughs> <laughs> i say to people you got to have a thought process like yep. you can't just be like oh i'm gonna lift 200 kilos and no do
2: way. it could, yeah, yeah there's no way or probably people probably do but like to me it's insane that you couldn't have some type of like anger or like like yep. st- yeah type of like up kind of like ragey type thing to lift that type of weight like it's just too up yeah
0: yeah. Um, stepping away from the training aspect mm-hmm. What do you do to switch off?
2: Podcasts I love yeah. podcasts um, I love going out too yep. like, I don't drink or anything like that But I do love going out And like dancing and stuff like that It's fun yep. um, What some other things? Comedy I love comedy yep. um, I don't really watch Netflix or anything. Like I said I was telling you before we started Like mm. I don't watch TV Or like A lot of movies Or TV shows Or anything like that But I like watch funny podcasts where they're kind of sitting like kind of like a Jimmy Fallon kind of setup. Yeah, yeah. And they're just talking shit to each other and it's yeah. hilarious to me and like I just I love to laugh. Like that's my thing. Yeah. I love to like watch funny things.
0: Is it a case of you kind of just let your mind kinda of go watching yeah. comedy like, kind of stuff? Or
2: these podcasts I listen to are great too because they're Funny. Mm. They also talk about relevant topics. Yeah, and they're like old, like not older, older, but they're older guys that have got good life knowledge. And comedians tend to be really smart guys. Yeah, yeah, they're so on top of things. Like people think comedians are just funny. Like there's some of the smartest dudes going around because they have to think about yeah, so much shit to get the material. Yeah. and like. The things they have to they have to keep up on everyday topics, to like yeah. and make them funny and stuff like that. Like they're really well rounded people.
0: Mm, I don't know if you like Kevin Hart, but his yeah. his Rogan mm. one, yeah, that I was, was like, good. Wow, he's he's switched yeah. on. Like
2: most comedians that go on Rogan, are you just end up loving them because they're like they think so much. and They think such cool shit.
0: And they, like I'm sure you can relate
2: to the drive
0: behind, like yeah, exactly. Kevin Hart's like drive mm-hmm. and you know the passion for it and all kind of stuff. I was like wow, okay, I didn't yeah. didn't expect. Yeah, well, that's a, That's that my much. down. To, like
2: I'm a big podcast nerd. I'll just listen to. All yep. different kinds of podcasts between informational ones about like in fitness and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. The Rogan one's the best one because he gets on so many different topics. though.
0: yeah, he's. I got stuck listening to one and it was like she was a historical <clears throat> expert about something and they were talking about like the medical, the historical medical yeah, stuff and like what it used to be like back in ye oldie times. And yep. like, I was like, wow, like
2: yeah, it's fascinating. Yeah, he's had so many Egypt like for whatever reason school didn't just probably boring teacher mm. Egypt did nothing for me yeah cut to older listeners, like all these podcasts about Egypt and like people that actually know what they're talking about and make it interesting yeah I've got a friggin' Egyptian tattoo and I want to get like a more yeah like cool. I, that's how much I love it now and like I'm right into Egypt I want to like one of my go-to places is Egypt like I've got to go there yeah see all the pyramids and stuff like that
0: um mate we are rounding down we are right at the ends um if we had a time machine mm-hmm. what's some advice you'd give yourself starting off in the gym
2: I think I would have got into like the compound movements a bit earlier. Like I spent so much time on machines, yep, and not squatting, yep, and because I couldn't squat, I didn't squat, Yeah. Like because I couldn't do it well, I didn't do it, Yeah. Like I would have just like forced myself to do it, Yeah. You know, if you can't, you must, kind of thing, yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: If then that's what people like. I love it when let's take a, a strong movement. I was like, oh, I can't do. I don't like doing bench. Yeah. Why not? Because um, not good. Not good. At not good. Well, that means we're gonna do it a lot more, so yeah, exactly. we're good at it. Um, sticking with the time machine what's some advice you'd give yourself starting off a business
2: I think I probably would have asked for like be more willing to ask people like for help and things like that too yep like I just did it for so long by myself yep yeah Um, yeah I think so yeah yeah I feel like I've done alright but like yeah, I think, yeah, more like asking people like your opinions and getting like their input and like yep. helping you do things like that. Yeah. Probably over a good life too, I probably got did get a little bit stagnant there and just kind of got in the mode of just doing things. Yeah. Okay, because since I've moved to the new gym, it's been such a good thing for me to like re... like pushing forward. Mm. Yeah.
0: Without throwing too much shade at good life. Oh, I, it's got enough
2: to do with them. It's just like the... It's just the model.
0: I even see mm-hmm. the environment. Like what well, you were talking about before, how you, you try and keep that focus. Like the yeah. amount of people that are just stopping down and having a chat.
2: Yeah. And it's like... They're a commercial gym. That's their thing. Like they have yeah. these rules and like, you know what I mean? They've got to cater to everyone. They're not going to cater to your specific things. Yeah. Like I'm, if I'm a strength trainer and I'm at a strength gym, of course that's going to work better for me than a commercial. Yeah. It just makes sense.
0: <laughs> um Last little thing I want to ask for anyone who is thinking about strength mm-hmm. or is unsure about strength or doesn't think it's for them. What would you say? What, what advice would you give?
2: I think if you're, if you started lifting and you started getting stronger, like you're just going to fall in love with it. Yeah. Like I've seen so many people that probably didn't think they'd ever be into it. Just like get hooked into it. Yeah. And just, it doesn't matter if girls or guys, like the girls are non-aggressive girly girls. Yeah. And they love it. Yeah. <laughs> and they get like that little bit of aggression out. Yeah. And then they start getting big bums and stuff like that. And they love it. Yep. <laughs> like they, yeah, the girls love it just as so much as the guys who like want to be strong and like impress people. Like yep. girls get into it just as so much. I've seen so many girls like just, that's all they do now. Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's, yeah. I I find majority of my good deadlifters or better deadlifters are females.
2: Yeah. Well, girls have the best range of motion and stuff like that too. Yeah. Like, and I mean, there's like this thing where like, girls can be way better to train because they don't have an ego where they're going to be offended if you tell them they're doing something wrong, they're going to listen because they want to do it right. Yeah. 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 And they're going to listen to you. They don't do that. They, they're they the ones that don't go to failure. Like we were talking about before. And I like, yep. tell you, don't go to failure. It'll, it's shit for you. They'll be like, yep. oh, okay. No ego lifting. Yeah, exactly. But the guy's like, I want to push it. I want to push it. I want to push it. Yeah. And they don't get as better results as the girls because they're listening.
0: Yeah, and destroying their backs in yeah, the exactly. process. Mm. Um, you know what's funny? Out of this chat, as we're literally on the wind down, we've been going for about an hour and a bit. Um, I didn't expect you to be so health orientated. Okay. And it was cool to hear that, like, from a strength trainer's perspective. Even you talk about supplements, it's like. Look at your vitamins and look after your body with your rest and recovery and your sleep yeah. and your food, and you don't need supplements like the the shakes if you're training twice a week or whatever. You know, like yeah. it was cool to hear you were coming at it from a health point of view. Yeah, even though you are in the, the strength training mm-hmm. world, you know what I mean. So
2: yeah, that was cool to hear, man. I don't know. Yeah, no, cool. I'm, I'm I'm definitely into the health side too. Like I even know like like longevity wise, like I don't even once I'm like. To a certain age and stuff like that, like I probably need to drop weight too. Yeah, like I'm not like fat or like huge, huge. Yeah, but like at some point, there's going to be a time where it's going to be more beneficial for me to be at a lighter body weight. Yeah, like you don't see many. Huge dudes walking around at like ninety years old. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. There's like no six foot ten. That's why you say see like six foot ten dudes fucking walking around at like ninety years old. Yeah. There's no jacked up huge palington bodybuilder dudes that are like old. Yeah. Like it doesn't work that way. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Health is like we're meant, humans are meant to be pretty little. Yeah. But like fit and muscle muscular. Yeah. yeah.
0: yeah. Mate, it's been cool having you on. Um, thank you for coming on. Sweet, thank you. Um before we wrap it up obviously the plugs again check out heavy conditioning on Instagram um, have a look at the merch range that's on there have a look at the sub range that is on there pretty regularly with the posts yeah. um, anything else you want to give a
2: plug to? no I'm just if uh, you're keen to get into it for sure let me know I'll help you out
0: yeah <laughs> online programs through heavy conditioning yep um, where are you at? what was the gym again?
2: HQ coaching over at G-Bung yeah cool North Brazil
0: sick mate Kobe it's been a pleasure Um I'll see everyone in episode number nine. Until then, back yourself. Take it easy, guys.